0: His charcoal grey suit, and looks up into Judge Burns's eyes. Burns shuffles the papers, narrows his eyes as if he's giving the sentencing serious consideration, but it is plain to Staff that the decision is already made. The courtroom air is tight, and the trapped heat of summer stifles. Just a line of small rectangular and reinforced windows pulled open three feet below the high ceiling. The jury and the press hold their breath. The defendant, Jadis Golding, 19, is Don of the Dalston E-Gang. He smirks, leaning against the dock rails with a pimp slouch. Yesterday, three members of Golding's E-Gang had been ejected from the court while Sohan Kelly had given his evidence. Blot, 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 they had shouted, you're dead, motherfucker. Jabbing fingers at him, pointing imaginary glocks. You snitching bitch, man, fucking grass. Kissing white man's ass. Kelly had looked across to staff and then hung his head. The E-gang had turned their attentions from Sohan Kelly to staff, smiles on their faces as if no law could touch them. Staff takes a deep breath, touches Sohan Kelly's original statement in his pocket. Trails of sweat run from behind each ear into his collar. He swallows, and the top button of his shirt presses against his throat. Judge Burns avoids the eyes of the defendant and his family as he speaks. Jadus Golding, says Burns, looking down. I sentence you to seven years. The family stands raging. Golding's father spits towards the judge, then spits again at staff, hitting him on the shoulder. Today, Sohan Kelly is at home, preparing his flight into hiding. Staff had told him it was best if he didn't come into court, best if he kept his head down, maybe went to Mumbai to stay with friends on his mother's side. He said he couldn't get the visa. Staff's boss, Pennington, said he would sort it. Fucking kill you, Wagstaff, shouts Jadus Golding. You are need to, shouts his father. Staff looks across at them. He is an officer of the law. What should he fear from people like this? He prays that Sohan Kelly is long gone, taking his dubious truth with him. As the afternoon draws to a close, staff gets up from his worn leather captain's chair and runs a hand through his tousled hair. He should get a cut, but nowadays it pays not to look like a copper. He leans towards the fan and takes air on his face, summons thanks to whoever might be up there for another small victory of good over bad. A seven-year tariff for a small-time gangster who thought that pulling a gun on a post office manager could redesign his life for the better. The post office manager is a basket case now, having to sell his bad dream. Staff makes a pile of the witness statements, forensic reports and charge sheets. He takes Sohan Kelly's original statement, folded time and again, from the inside pocket of his jacket. He has considered ripping it up, time and again, but slips it in with the rest of the papers and lifts the whole lot high, drops them on top of the filing cabinet. He wipes his unclean palms down over his hips and looks at the stack of papers, takes them down again. He removes Sohan Kelly's original statement and puts it back in his jacket pocket. He presses the intercom. "'You got a minute, Pulford?' "'Be straight in, sir,' comes the tinny reply. "'Staff opens his drawer and takes out the airline ticket. "'It's been a long time coming, but finally he's getting to meet Muñoz. "'Tomorrow morning he'll be on flight 729 to Bilbao. "'It's well over three years since his last proper holiday, "'and the best part of three years since Sylvie. "'They were supposed to have gone to Corsica for two weeks,' Staff had cancelled it, which he had done before, but he wouldn't be given the chance again.